for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome to Living Life. Hey, you know, have you ever been slandered with someone has told a malicious lie on you and, you know, the, you didn't actually know who it was because it actually turned into a rumor, uh, but it was having an effect upon your life and it was causing uh, you to be in pain and anguish. How did you feel about that? You know, what did you do to respond to that? Well, as we look at the text today, we're going to see uh, that David uh, was having lies and, and his name was being slandered uh, and it was impacting him. But we'll see that David turned to the Lord with a very lamentious plea. And when he pleaded to the Lord, he asked the Lord and cried for help about the situation that was before him. So let's take a look at the passage and see how this worked out with David. Psalm chapter 5, verses 1 through 12. Listen to my words, Lord. Consider my lament. Hear my cry for help, my King and my God, for to you I pray. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. For you are not a God who is pleased with wickedness. With you, evil people are not welcome. The arrogant cannot stand in your presence. You hate all who do wrong. You destroy those who tell lies. The bloodthirsty and deceitful you, Lord, detest. But I, by your great love, can come into your house. In reverence I bow down toward your holy temple. Lead me, Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before me. Not a word from their mouth can be trusted. Their heart is filled with malice. Their throat is an open grave. With their tongues they tell lies. Declare them guilty, O God. Let their intrigues be their downfall. Banish them for their many sins, for they have rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge in you be glad. Let them ever sing for joy. Spread your protection over them, that those who love your name may rejoice in you. Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. Welcome back to Living Life. As I spoke about earlier, uh, David uh, is in a limit uh, for God. He's crying out passionately for help uh, because of the slander, because of the lies of those who would oppose him. So what did he do? He turns to the Lord. He turns to the Lord with a prayer in the morning. He comes before God. He comes confidently. He comes expectantly. And he comes urgently before the Lord. And when he comes before the Lord in the morning, essentially what David is doing is he, he wants to be the first one to have an audience with God in the morning. Uh, th at this time, the morning sacrifice is going on. So his prayer is kind of a prayer of sacrifice as well. But he, when he comes, he also comes confidently 
and expectantly that God is going to answer his prayer. Is that the way we come before the Lord? Do we come confidently and expectantly that God is going to answer our prayer? Well, David did. Uh, and David did uh, also when he came in the morning. Uh, David was also basically honoring God in the morning with his prayer. And he was actually setting the tone for his entire day by coming in the morning and lamenting before God about this slander and the malicious talk that was against them. Why was David so confident? Why was he so expectant when he came before the king of kings? Because David first submitted himself as a king to the king of kings, humbly and reverently uh, under his authority. And the other reason why is David knew that God had a certain will and he had certain expectations about what ple uh, pleased him and what did not please him. What did not please him was wickedness and the evil of what was going on. What did not please God is the arrogance versus the humbleness that David showed. Also is that people who do wrong and those who slander and those who are deceitful. David knew that as God being a just God and a righteous God, that these things did not sit well with God. And he reminded of God, reminded God who he was. He reminded God, God, you're a God of justice. You're a God of righteousness. You know, when someone slanders and when someone comes against you with deceit, this is something, Father, that you are opposed to. In addition to that, David was confident because he knew he could enter the presence of God. David knew about God's mercy. David wasn't saying that he uh, had it all together or that he had a righteousness of his own. What he was saying is, God, you are a merciful God, and I can come into your presence. I can come into your house humbly, reverently, and worship you based upon your mercy. David also admits that he is not righteous in his own Way. He's not righteous uh, because he has some inclination to be righteous. David admits that his righteous walk with God is because of God, that God is leading him and keeping on that, him on that narrow path of righteousness. Just like God keeps us on the narrow path of righteousness, he upholds us and he upholds our integrity uh, as we pray to him. And David's saying, God, you know that my righteousness and my righteous walk is because of you. So he comes very, very confidently and expectantly. And in verses 9 and 10, he comes before the Lord and he says to the Lord, God of justice, vindicate me, but God of justice also, I, uh, God of justice, judge these People, judge these evildoers for what they are doing because you are a God of justice. You are a God of righteousness. Just uh, judge them on my behalf. And he says, when this happens, he also says at the same time that he gives encouragement to those who are godly and those who are righteous, saying that they can rejoice and they can have joy in the Lord and that the Lord's protection will be upon him and that his blessing will be upon them because of their righteousness, because God has kept 
them on the path of righteousness, and God has declared them righteous before him. And he gives encouragement to us all that as we go before the Lord, as we pour out and as we lament before the Lord, God will sustain us. We can rejoice in the fact of our relationship with God because we know David rejoiced in the fact of his relationship because it's his relationship which allowed him to be able to come before God, to enter his presence, to go into his temple and to worship him and to bow down before him. It was simply because of that relationship and the mercy that God had shown to him. Today, God extends his mercy to you. God extends his a relationship with you and desires for you to come into relationship. No matter what you're going through, no matter what the desperate situation is, God desires for you to rejoice in the midst of your trouble. You can come before the Lord today based upon your relationship with the Lord. It's your relationship that allows you to enter into the presence of God. It's your relationship that allows you to rejoice in the midst of trouble, in the midst of iniquity uh, against you, and against, also in the midst of evildoers who would come against you. It's, your, it's God's desire today for you to come to him and that your prayer would line up with his will for you. I urge you today, come before the Lord because he has his arms open waiting to receive you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the word today. We thank you uh, for this message in this passage where David lamented for you, in front of you and before you uh, for what was going on in his life as he was being slandered. And he realized at the end of the day, you indeed are a God of justice. You indeed are a God of righteousness and that you would uphold him and your protection would be upon him. And there would be nothing but times of rejoicing and blessing upon him. Father, I pray this for your people today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world and stepping in closer, see Jesus.